This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. One of the most underrated parts of a trip is that flight home. And that's why Delta Airlines tries to make you feel at home long before you even get there. Now, for somebody like me that's a homebody, feeling at home in the air is very valuable to me. And I love to curate that comfortable experience. And what I love about Delta is they have over a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. They have Wi-Fi so I can do anything else that I want to do on my devices. They have great food and drink, and it just creates a positive end to my trip. They have fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi available for SkyMiles members, more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment, and they have premium food options and beverages like herbal teas, cold brew, sparkling wine, and more. All of the comforts that you'll find at home, you can find in a flight experience that feels made just for you. You may not be home yet, but Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit more like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. This is part two of our leadership lessons episode from the book of Joshua. For those of you who didn't listen to part one, go back and take a listen. This episode came about because we are reading the Bible in the year with the society, which is our organization that supports this podcast for people who are looking to grow in their faith and their business. And one of the reading assignments was to read Joshua 1 through 5. And I got so many gems from just that part. I was like, this is a whole podcast episode. And then as I got to record it, I'm like, this is actually two whole podcast episodes as I'm getting to communicate. So we covered the first three points. Go back and listen to part one. If you're not in the society, we actually have a challenge going on right now. It's called the forward challenge. 
Every time we do a challenge is always free. Our membership is paid, but the challenges are free for you to come and experience our community, be blessed. And whether you're there for a short time or a long time, I believe that you are going to be blessed and transformed within that space. So click the link in the show notes to learn more about the society and what we have going on. And it's not too late to join us for our challenge. Okay, so the first three lessons I covered in the first part was number one, that Joshua served Moses for 40 years as his assistant. And that's the whole lesson in and of itself. The second point was that God instructs and encourages before he dispatches. And I elaborated on that. So make sure you go back and listen. The third point I covered in that part was your brilliance still has a place in God's plan. Because I feel like when we're doing things for the Lord, we get kind of lost at how do I fit without my flesh leading? How do I submit and still and and in that play a role and use my intelligence and my creativity and all of that? So we discussed that as the third lesson in the last episode. So picking up from there, the fourth lesson that I got from Joshua 1 through 5 is don't let your excitement, even about the promises of God, rush you. And this specifically comes from chapter three. I'm going to read and then elaborate. Starting at verse one, early in the morning, Joshua and all of the Israelites left Asasia Grove and arrived at the banks of the Jordan River where they camped before crossing. Three days later, the Israelite officers went through the camp, giving these instructions to the people. When you see the Levitical priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, move out from your positions and follow them. Since you've never traveled this way before, they will guide you. Stay about a half a mile behind them, keeping a clear distance between you and the Ark. Make sure you don't come any closer. Then Joshua told the people, purify yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do great wonders among you. Let's pause here. Think about this for a second. These people were the generation after the generation that wandered for 40 years and died off. So they knew the promised land is a big deal, right? So much so that because our grandfathers and them was complaining so much, they didn't even get to see it. So much so that because Moses disobeyed God, he didn't get to see it either, even after all he went through with them folk, right? (laughs) So this was a big deal. And here we are getting ready to walk into this promised land. And so it like, like put yourself in this position. The time has finally come. The leaders came out and say, all right, here are the instructions. Once you see the priests in the Ark of the Covenant, go ahead and follow them. Stay about a half a mile behind, like follow these instructions. Then Moses, I mean, excuse me. Then Joshua, the leader comes out and says, hey, purify yourselves because tomorrow, tomorrow, y'all, it goes down. The Lord is going to do great wonders among you. To me, this feels like the first day of school. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but if God told me or some or if a leader, a spiritual leader of mine that God has put in place comes and say, hey, tomorrow the Lord is going to do great wonders among you. I am not sleeping. I'm going to be up all night <laughs> because like I said, like, like the first day of school would be so excited that I simply can't sleep. And to the point where I'm probably going to want to go and run to the promised land, right? It's, there's, it's so easy to get excited and we should get super excited about the promises and the things of God and the instructions and the plans and all of that. These are exciting things. But going down to verse nine, it says, so Joshua told the Israelites, come and listen to what the Lord your God says. 
today, you will know that the living God is among you. So because he said today versus tomorrow, this lets me know that the night has gone by. And again, if I was them, I would not have slept. I would be waiting for the morning because it's about to go down, right? So verse nine is Joshua says, come and listen to what the Lord your God says. Today, you will know that the living God is among you. He will surely drive out the Canaanites, Hittites, Havites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites ahead of you. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. Now, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe. The priests will carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow of the water will be cut upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. So before they could go on and move forward, Joshua had to reiterate some instructions. He had to let them know the game plan for the day. And the key piece of this scripture to me comes in verse 13, where it says the priest will carry the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth. As soon as their feet touch the water, because they're crossing the Jordan River, this river is actively flowing, right? They say as soon as it says, as soon as the their feet touch the water, the flow of the water will be cut off upstream and the river will stand up like a wall. He was letting them know that something unconventional was going to happen in order for them to cross the river to get to the promised land. And if they were not paying attention, because I know for me, when I'm excited, I sometimes just get ahead of myself, right? If they would have gotten ahead of themselves and not stopped to listen, to take heed of the instructions that the Lord was giving them through Joshua, I feel like, and I'm, I'm just assuming, but I feel like they would have gotten to the Jordan River and probably would have gotten scared. Because how are we supposed to cross over into the promised land if this river is here, right? So I believe that in them stopping to listen, they were able to get proper wisdom and instruction for the task at hand. And there's such a lesson in that for us, because again, the things that God is calling us to do are exciting, right? And if you're like me, sometimes you can get ahead of yourself because you're excited, but it's important that we not get so high off of our emotions that we don't remain grounded enough to stop and listen to what God is saying. I have a practice as it relates to this whole life of making God the CEO. So whenever God gives me an idea, I write it down. I get excited about it. I have people that I trust that I could share these amazing ideas that God gives me with. I'll tell my husband about it. I'm real hype, but I do not allow myself to do anything until I ask God follow-up questions. So I maybe again, I'm maybe hype and have all these emotions about it. And I'll get those emotions out. I'll take the time to feel those emotions because it feels good when God gives us these assignments. I know we talk about how tough it can be a lot of the times, but it's also very exciting work. And again, though, my rule is I'm not pressing play on nothing until I hear follow-up instructions from God. And what that looks like is I'll go back into prayer, usually after the hype has died down because I can't go into prayer from that hype state because the, the emotions will start to distort my interpretation of what God is saying. So I let myself feel those emotions. And then at a different time, once I've calmed down, okay, God, how are we doing this? When are we doing this? 
What do you need me to do next? What's the first step? What's the approach to this? That's when I start asking follow-up questions. And sometimes God will say, don't worry about this right now. And it stays in my book. Sometimes he's like, go, do it how you want to do it. And I'll bless the work of your hands. All right, bet. Let's do this. Or he'll say, just hold on to this and I'm going to send somebody to help you. Whatever the instruction is, he will give it to me. But I have to separate myself from that emotional state so that I can be sober minded in my decisions, especially when doing God's work. This episode is brought to you by NPR. As a Black woman, it is just so important to have Black stories and to see myself represented in the media. As a mother of two beautiful Black little boys, it's important for me to show them representations of themselves in the media so that they can be inspired and know that the possibilities are endless for them and their futures, and also so that they can see their stories told. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. 
I have a friend who has a ministry and um, I was praying about her one day and, or praying for her one day and praying for a bunch of, I, I pray for my friends all the time and anybody who God drops in my spirit, I'm going to pray for them. So I was praying for her and God wanted me to share with her specifically regarding her ministry, how he's about to elevate it. And she needs to pay particular attention to those who are going to try to, to attach themselves like there, that there were going to be wolves in sheep's clothing who are going to come trying to volunteer or lend a hand, but they're leeches and they're not of God, but they are really just selfish and out to advance themselves and not really serve the Lord's vision. So I told her this, and of course she appreciated it. And now within the excitement of Hey, God is about to really blow this ministry up. Like it's about to get real, real for you. But within that and within the excitement of that, pay attention to this. That's how God moves. He didn't want them to get to the Jordan River and then get scared and afraid and all of that because there was no break in the river for them to cross over. He told them straight up like, hey, you're going to get there, but that water going to stand up though. And again, for you, this is such a great lesson to, in all of the excitement, it may feel like the first day of school when God is about to do something, but make sure that you still sit and listen because within those instructions is going to be so much wisdom and so many warnings that are going to be necessary for you to successfully complete the task at hand. The next leadership point I want to highlight is that as a leader, you're going to have to just do what God says and see what God does. Let's go back to the text. In Joshua 3 verse 6, it says, In the morning, Joshua said to the priests, Lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. And so they started out and went ahead of the people. The Lord told Joshua, today I will begin to make you a great leader in the eyes of all the Israelites. They will know that I am with you just as I was with Moses. Give this commandment to the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps into the river and stop there. So that was it. That was the instruction that the Lord gave through Joshua to the priest. They went on ahead of the people. And then Joshua then went and addressed the Israelites. And that's what we read before in verse nine. They didn't hear any of that. The priests didn't know that the water was going to be lifted up so that the people can cross on dry ground. They were gone. They missed that part. They were already headed where they needed to go. They had their marching orders and they were on their way. So then Moses, uh, excuse me, Joshua addressed the Israelites. And then we get down to verse 14, where everybody's off. Like we got our instructions. It's time to go. It says, so the people left their camp to cross the Jordan and the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. So again, they were already ahead. It was the harvest season and the Jordan was overflowing its banks. But as soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge, the water above that point began backing up a great distance away at a town called Adam, which is near Zarathan. And the water below that point flowed on the Dead Sea until the riverbed was dry. Then all the people crossed over near the town of Jericho. Meanwhile, the priests who were carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant stood on dry ground in the middle of the riverbed as the people passed by. They waited there until the whole nation of Israel had crossed the Jordan on dry ground. 
Now, again, as a leader, these priests are an example of leaders. You're going to have to just do what God says and see what God does. They were told to take this Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. They were told when you get to the banks of the Jordan River, take a few steps into the river and stop there. Now, the scripture goes on to tell us that in verse 15, that it was harvest season. All the Jordan River was overflowing its banks. So this ain't no shallow water. This ain't no calm, peaceful water. It's overflowing. It's full. And they have this instruction that we're going to lead these people across. I, I, again, I have to put myself in the scriptures because in, in, as I read and study, that's how I internalize it to be able to live it out. So I'm looking at this and I'm like, I know they had to have gotten here and been like a little skeptical, like God, what? <laughs> this river is overflowing and you want us to step in? That don't really make too much sense for us to be doing that. How are all of these people going to cross over this river that's overflowing? Like it's not making sense at all. And again, the people knew that the, the um, water was going to back up and make room for them. The priests did not know, but they had to take those steps into the water in order for them to see God move. So whatever it is that God is telling you to do that does not make sense, you have the instruction, but you're looking at the circumstances and it's, you're not seeing that the math just simply ain't mathing in that situation. You have to still take those steps in faith and see what God does. You're going to have to do what he says and see what he does. I talk about often more recently how God is calling me to slow down and move at a different pace in my business. Another part of or another step in that direction has been to pull my son, my baby from daycare. I've been having a lot of conflict with the daycare center, not because they the way that they are providing care is an issue, but it's more so of just the rules that they have don't fit us. Right. I need some flexibility as an entrepreneur. And to be quite honest, I don't like my baby being gone all day. I liked my situation where. There was my child was in a home. I had childcare. I could work, but also take a break and go play with my kids and then work and then also fix lunch for my baby if I wanted to. Like I enjoyed that situation. So with uh, our nanny not really fitting with the baby and us having to make the adjustment has been rough. And I in going to God about it, I am confident that pulling him out and keeping him home with me is exactly what God needs me to do in this season. But to be quite honest, it don't fully make sense because in order for me to do that, I've cut my business as far as like my podcast management service through Anchor Media. I've cut that business significantly. My client list, I cut at least 75%. And then I also have my studio, which is a brick and mortar business. It's not an online business. It has bills, it has a mortgage, it has uh, bills that go along with it, HOA fees, all of these things. So it's a riskier business. So to put myself in a position where essentially I have to work less, it just doesn't make sense because I'm not willing to sacrifice quality time with my kids for business. That's just like absolutely not for me. So during the day, I am limited to work early in the morning, late at night. That's also not conducive for the season that God has me in. So in all of disobedience, nothing is making sense. 
And my thought process and what I tell God all the time when we get to this place, because we get her often of his instructions not making sense, where I say, you know what, God, this is how I feel. But nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. I am excited to see how this all plays out. And I'm going into, and actually, as I'm recording this, today's my son's last day of daycare. So tomorrow I'm officially a stay at home working mom, right? I am excited. I'm not stressed. I'm not anxious. God has given me a peace that surpasses even my understanding because homegirl is a recovering overachiever. But even with that, over the last few months, as I began to to say yes in my decisions and make it and be um, in alignment with this season God has me in, he's blessed the studio financially, like bookings on top of bookings and opportunities and all of these different things have come to that business of no result of what I've done. Right. All I do is show up and execute well and treat people well and make sure the place is beautiful and uh, show people the love of God through great customer service and all of that. And of course, I, I do my job as far as my role as the CEO of the company. But all of the increase that we've seen over the last couple of months is God. And I've seen that in any venture that I've started in obedience with God has seen exponential increase because of him. And again, I'm smart. My brilliance has a, a, a role here, but the any success is not as a result of my brilliance, is as a result of God. As a leader, you're going to have to just do what God says and see what he does. Period. So that's it for this episode. I hope that it blessed you. We're going to wrap this up here. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to take the journey through the Bible with us this year in the society, join us, activate your free trial and come and join us. There are a lot of exciting things happening there. Thank you again for listening. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week.